Welcome everyone to another European Hoops podcast episode. On today's episode, we will go over the second day of the round 24. We will preview all the four games that will be taking place. The game between Jalgiris and Efes, Monaco and Partizan, Paratinakos, Milano, and we will end with the game between Barcelona and Virtus. For this uh, special preview episodes, I have the pleasure to have with me our two EuroLeague experts, Diogo Valente and Tiago Cordeiro. Make sure you tune in for our previews. We will be previewing every single day of the competition this week. This is a doubleheader week. That means four days of EuroLeague action. And we love that here at the European Hoops Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Etus EuroLeague. And let's waste no time and start going over all the four games that will take place on this second day of the round 24. And we start with the game between Jalgiris and Efes. These two teams will be meeting by for the second time this season. The first time that Jalgiris and Efes played against each other in uh, Turkey. The home team won 86-82. to 82. This time around, both of these teams are in need of victories. Jalgiris ranks 16 with 8 wins and 15 losses, while Efes ranks in 14th place with 9 wins and 14 losses. For Jalgiris, they arrive into this game after in the, the previous rounds that uh, they had losing to Partizan in Belgrade, while for FS, uh, the FS team comes into this game after in the previous round having a tough home loss against Monaco 78-80. to After having won their previous two matches, they lost against Monaco at home and they are trailing in the standings. And Jalgiris also has been trailing in the standings for a while now. Both of these teams need to keep adding wins if they want to aspire to to climb all the way into the playing spots. So this is a very important game for both of these teams. I have said it as currently constructed. It will be hard to see this Jalgiris team climbing all the way up to the playing spots. They do have more road than the home games played that plays into their favor, but they will need to win every single one of these home games if they want to have a chance. So this is a game that is very, very important for the Lithuanian team and for Efes. They have a record of two wins and 10 losses on the road and they will want to turn it around and this game against Algiris will be a very important one for them to be able to turn it around. In terms of comparison of both of these teams, most of the indicators are in favor Efes. We know that Jalgiris is the best three-point shooting team in terms of percentage of the whole competition. They do it at a 40.6% clip. They need to do it in volume to, for them to be able to unlock their game and to be even more competitive. But Efes comes into this game as a better rebounding team, as a better team in assists, as a better team at taking care of the ball. Jalgiris can be turnover prone. They rank in 17 uh, within all the teams with the second most turnovers per game of all the competition at 13.5. And uh, their ability to take better care of the ball will be very important for, for them to be able to be competitive on this game against a Turkish team that has the upper hand in terms of depth of talent. Will Clyburn, we expect to see him continue to raise into his levels of performance now that he is back from injury. And uh, those are indicators that are in favor of efforts. Tell me, guys, who do you expect to come out of this game with a win? And who do you think that has the advantage for this matchup? 
when you factor everything in uh, between these two teams, FH has the advantage on pretty much everything, like uh, the size, the talent, the depth. Uh, but uh, there's one thing I would give the advantage to for Zagiris, and that's coaching. Uh, I think Coach Trincheri is one of the best in, in the game. So don't get it twisted. I think Zalgiris will put up a hell of a fight, but I just don't see them having enough talent to, to beat Efes. Uh, I feel like Efes has been playing very good basketball, even though they lost the last game against Monaco. They they still have been playing very good. They have Will Claiborne coming back now, which he is one of the best players in the league. So I think Efes has more than enough to get this win, but it's not going to be easy. I, I'm picking Efes, but I'm expecting a hell of a game and I'm expecting it to be a very close one. Yeah, facts. I agree with Yogu on this one. I do favor Efes against Salgiris. I don't see Salgiris being able to, to match F's athleticism because Elijah Bryan is an athletic wing even Bilbois. I don't see them being able to contain Shane Larkin to, to put... I don't see them having a guy that can be put it on Shane Larkin and for these reasons I believe that uh, F's will win. The thing that I'm looking forward to see in this game is to see Will Clyburn demanding more the ball and being more aggressive. I didn't like the way that he played against Monaco, but uh, I'll give him a pass because he came from an injury and we know that it's always tough uh, to to play against Monaco uh, after an injury. So um, I'm looking forward to see it. Yeah, and now that uh, we have previewed this first game, it's time to look at the game between uh, Monaco and Partizan. These are the teams that are in a somewhat different momentum. Monaco arrives to this game... Uh, after two wins in a row, they beat Real Madrid on an impressive way, winning 98-74. to And on the last round, they have uh, also an impressive victory on the road against a good FS team, 78-80. While Partizan has been just very inconsistent so far. They won on the last round, 81-72 against Algiris, but on the previous one, they lost by 13 in Greece against Paratinaikos. They won at home against uh, Maccabi by 9 points, but on the round before that one, they lost against Fenerbahce on the road, 91-76. And the round before that, they lost the Belgrade Classic against Red Star, 88-72. So, consistency and uh, consistency on the road, especially, is very important for this partisan team to a aspire to climb even higher than the playing spot that they are in at the moment and being able to be competitive against a team like Monaco that is a very good team that is one of the top contenders in the season of the EuroLeague and it is a team that uh, is in a very good momentum after the, the two wins that uh, they come into this matchup with it won't be an easy task for Partizan but at the same time would be very important for them Currently, and after the, the previous two wins, Monaco ranks in sixth place. They are tied with Maccabi for that position. They have 13 wins and 10 losses. While Partizan ranks in 10th, they are tied with the, the team below them in Basconia, but also with the two teams above them in Valencia and Olympiacos. So they haven't secured by any stretch of the imagination a playing spot or a playoff spot as Monaco haven't secured a playoff spot. Both of the teams are in contention for the postseason of the EuroLeague and both of them have legit high aspirations for that stage of the competition. But this is a very important game for a team like Partizan to gain momentum and to be able to just start showing the consistency we know they are capable of, but they haven't been showing it so far in the in the regular season of the EuroLeague. 
for Monaco, this is a perfect game for them to be able to continue to build in what they have done and to also revenge the loss that they had in Belgrade against Partizan already this season. They lost 89-85 and to win for the first time ever against this Partizan team. We know that Monaco is a new team in the, the EuroLeague and the three times that um, these teams played against each other, Monaco never won against Partizan. They always lost all of their matchups against each other and certainly Monaco will want to take care of business here and end that streak by Partizan and be able to at home conquer their first win ever against the Serbian team. Tell me guys, who do you expect to win this game between Monaco and Partizan? I believe that Monaco will win this game. Uh, Partizan might have the edge in this matchup on on a physical way because we know that uh, Partizan has a lot of physical uh, players. They have Kaboku, Kaminski, even those here is a guy is a lengthy guard that can defend Mike James. Uh, but I don't trust this partisan D uh, in general, not just in ball situations, but against uh, Zalgiris. They can make a lot of mistakes in off-ball situations, like backdoor cuts. Um, I'm willing to wait a little bit more because Avramovic is back and we know that he's a really good uh, defensive player. Uh, so for that reason, I believe that Monaco will win, but I'm willing to wait on Partizan to, to improve on D. Yeah, I agree with you here. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a hell of a matchup. I think these are two teams that I would expect both of them to be better at this point of the season, but they, they kind of had some slow starts. But for now, at least one of these teams has been playing very good basketball and they seem to be on the on the come up. And that's Monaco. And that's who I'm going with. So I agree with you. Uh, I think Monaco has been playing at a very high level. They've been getting some great wins, not only at home, but on the road as well. And again, I think they have the best player in the competition. So even though Partizan has a very good team and a great coach, and I feel like they can give a lot of troubles to Monaco uh, when you talk about the, the physical aspect of the game, I still think Monaco is probably the better team top to bottom and having the best player on the floor counts a lot for me. So I'm going to go with Monaco to win this as well. Monaco seems to have the upper hand. Let's see if Coach Abradovic is able to pull out one of his tricks and be able to come up come out out of Monaco with a very important victory for his partisan team. The next game is also an important one and uh, the second day of the competition and moving forward in the EuroLeague for these teams that are in the play-in, play-off fight, trying to fight for home court advantage and still aspiring to not trail too much, too far from the, the playoff spots. All of these games will matter more than ever, and I know that's the motto of the, the EuroLeague, but uh, now more than ever, that's true, and these games are all very important. And the next game will put face-to-face Paratinaikos and uh, Milano. Paratinaikos currently ranks in fourth place. They are tied with Fenerbahce that are fifth, and they are one win behind the second and third places, Barcelona and Virtus. Paratinaikos has a record of 14 wins and 9 losses and they certainly are looking as one of the top contenders to win this edition of the EuroLeague. They will want to continue to build on that and every single victory will matter for them to be able to secure a very important home court advantage heading into the playoffs. Their opponents for this game in Milano they rank in 12th place. They still aspire to be able to reach the play-in and the playoff spots. And this is a team that uh, reinforced themselves. And uh, they added high-level players, high-quality players. They came into the season with a dysfunctional roster, but they seem to have been able to fix that. Napier, McRuder, Shevon Shields, Mirotic, 
Nicolo Melli. This is one of the most impressive fives of the, the EuroLeague and they certainly can compete with anyone and they will want to do it in a very tough home court that is Paratinaikos home arena. So this won't be an easy game for Milano by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a game where they will aspire to continue to build on the momentum that they were able to conquer after beating Barcelona 74-70 to and with that to try to climb the ladder that they have ahead of them to reach at the very least the playing spots where talent-wise this roster probably belongs, but let's see if they are able to, to do that. Ahead of them, they will have a Paratinaikos team that lost their previous game. They lost against Maccabi by 15 points. And they certainly will want to bounce back from that tough defeat against the Israeli team. The last time that uh, these two teams faced each other, Paratinaikos conquered an uh, 8-point road win against uh, Milano and uh, that this is the turn of Milano wanting to also get their revenge and wanting to go into Greece and be able to balance things out and be able to conquer this win it won't be easy this will be uh, a game that I expect to be highly competitive and a, a high level game Let's see if Mirotic is able to contribute for Milano and if he is, at what level he will be able to do it. The indicators do favor Paratinaikos for this matchup, but we would expect them to do. But I think we can see a very different Milano team moving forward on the, the EuroLeague. So let's give them a fighting chance and let's hear from our experts. Do you guys expect the home team to win or do you think that Milan will be coming out of this game with a victory? This is a pretty easy one for me. Um, you guys know how I feel about Milano. They've been so inconsistent throughout this season. And even though now they, they have the talent and Mirotic seems to be back, uh, I'm still going to go with Panathinaikos. Uh, playing at home, they've been playing some very good basketball. They've been on the come up as far as the standings go. So I, I'm going to trust what I've been seeing from Panathinaikos. Um, Milano, I, I need to see more. I, I need to see all those three guys play together in Napier, Chavon uh, Shields and Miritich. And, and I need them to, to conquer me, basically. Um, I might be being a, a little bit unfair for them, but I really need to see it first because they've disappointed me a lot so far this season. So I'm going to go with Panathinaikos. I, I trust what they're doing. Uh, I think Kendrick Nunn is one of the best players in the league. He, he's become such a great addition for that team. So uh, I'm going to go with Panathinaikos. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you, Diogo. I expect Panathinaikos to win this one, even though that uh, Slukas is out. But uh, I, re I really believe that uh, Grant can step up on that playmaker role. And I'm looking forward to see his matchup against Napier. Uh, it will be a fun matchup between a good offense and an elite defense. Uh, no, elite offense against an elite defense. Uh, looking forward to see their battle. Uh, and on Nunn's part, like, he won't have another uh, bad game like the same that he has yet against Maccabi because he shoot poorly on that game, just 3 for 10. So for that reason, I believe that Panathinaikos will win. We couldn't end this episode with a better game than the battle for the second place in the standings. Barcelona against Virtus. The, the first time that these two teams faced each other in this edition of the EuroLeague, Virtus conquered the win, 80-75. to 75. But we know it won't be easy for Virtus to go to Barcelona and be able to beat the, the home team. Barcelona comes into this matchup after two tough defeats on the road against Efes and Milano and they will want to bounce back and to start claiming themselves as the, the second seed 
for this edition of the Euroleague, while Virtus themselves come into this game after a loss against Fenerbahce. And Virtus is a team that is dealing with some injuries and it can be hard for them to withstand that and to be able to find uh, solutions in a team that doesn't have the depth of some others of these top teams of the Euroleague. Kocubanki does a great job at squeezing as much as he can from his roster and from his team, but it's not always to do it when you are dealing with some injuries in your roster. And this is a very tough game for for, uh, Virtus, but at the same time, if they are able to go into Barcelona and to beat Barcelona, they take a huge step as claiming themselves as one of the teams that will be able to have home court advantage in the the playoffs of the the early but uh, it won't be easy it will be a very tough task virtus is a much better home than road team they are five and seven on the road and barcelona is also one of the top uh, Euroleague teams playing at home they have a almost perfect record at home with 11 wins and one loss and all of these indicators make it seem like it will be a tough task for Virtus to go and conquer this victory. Do you guys expect them to do so? I expect Barcelona to win this game. One of the major strengths that Barcelona has is the, the pick-and-roll situation, and they use and abuse a lot of pick-and-roll actions with uh, Jan Vesely and even with uh, Willy Arnon Gomez, and I really believe that they need to explore that more in even against uh, Virtus, Virtus lacks a lot of, uh, not a lot, but they lack quality in the center position. It's not a knock on them, but I believe that the their issue is the, the center position. So I believe that Barcelona need to explore that more. So for that reason, I believe that Barcelona will win. I agree with you. Uh, I think this could be a, a very tough matchup, of course, because Virtus has been playing such amazing basketball uh, and Barcelona has been struggling. That is true. Uh, but I just think this is one of those games that Barcelona has to go get back. I mean, they, they lost uh, the first time around in Italy uh, versus Virtus. So I feel like they got to go get this one back. And I think they have the, the guys for that. Uh, La Provitola is back now. So I expect Barcelona to, to come out the gate uh, very strong with a, a good game plan prepared for, for this Virtus team and, and I just expect Barcelona to try to dominate this game with guys like Jabari Parker, um, Laprovit, Losadaransky, Willian Gomez. I think all those guys have to be prepared to play. Uh, I think it's going to be a physical game, but uh, I feel like Barcelona has more talent and, and I'm going to go with them. With this preview, we reach the end of this uh, episode. Make sure to tune in tomorrow because we will be bringing you the preview of the first day of the second hand of this uh, double header week. This is a week with plenty of action in the EuroLeague. And uh, after the, the second day of this round 24, we will be bringing you our preview for the first day of round 25 and second day of the round 25 that will be happening on Thursday and Friday. We will keep you up to date with what to expect from each of the days of this double header week at the EuroLeague. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Twitter at Ito's League. Do share the podcast with a friend so we can continue the podcast alive and growing. As always, I'll be talking with you guys soon. See you guys. Hope you liked it and stay tuned for more. Bye guys. See you on next episode.